Hey, sweet mama, do you want to feel patient and calm with your children? Are you sick of constantly overreacting, yelling, and even experiencing mom rage with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night consumed with mom guilt and remorse for your words and actions with your kids? Do you wish you could have daily alone time to feel restored and connect with God? There is a way to take care of yourself guilt-free and show up as a calm, patient, and kind mama to your kids. Hey, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a stress coach for Christian moms. I'm a wife, a mom of four, and the daughter of the king. Want to know how to become present, peaceful, and calm mama? I'm about to teach you how to connect with God, master your mindset, set healthy boundaries, and be in control of your emotions. My friend, I pray that this podcast blesses you. I'm Elizabeth, and you are listening to Emotionally Healthy Legacy Podcast. If you have a little one that keeps crying every time you put them down and you start feeling frustrated, resentful, and even bitter towards your baby, or maybe even feeling angry, this episode is for you, my friend. I wanted to share with you if you've ever experienced mom rage and you overreacted in anger and frustration and even felt out of control, you said and did things that you actually regret later afterwards and you were filled with remorse, my friend, and you are consumed with shame at the end of the night and you have these thoughts, I am not meant to do this. I'm not meant to be a mom. My kids will hate me. I'm a terrible mom. Those negative thoughts that are from the enemy, I want to share with you something. I have an amazing resource for you. It's completely free. It is a training that I put together for you and it's in the show notes that you can just click and it's going to lead you right to the training and it's completely free and it's five steps to break free from mom rage shame. And I would love for you to watch that training because it comes with a workbook and it's a step-by-step what you need to do when you have those negative thoughts to reflect on what happened, understand why you overreacted the way that you did and how to take those thoughts captive and turn them around that help you see it from a different perspective and actually help you move into the direction to do something about it. So if this is you, if you relate to this in the show notes, scroll down. It is Number one, there's three steps for you to do. Number one is to listen to that free training and watch it. So I'm inviting you to do that. All right. So if you ever had the thought that my baby is crying again when I put them down and that you feel like you have to pick up your baby because your mind is telling you, again, she is crying. I cannot get anything done. I have to hold her. And you feel bitter and resentful and maybe annoyed and even mad towards your little one, I want to just assure you that you're not the only one. It is a very common feeling, and I've experienced those feelings towards my kids as well, especially when you don't have a lot of those moments where you um, can get much done without the baby. And I thought I liked the idea of baby wearing, and but the reality was that I actually did not like having a baby on me, strapped to me all the time. It was good at times, but it was not as much as I thought I would when I got like the wrap and the the carrier with my second son. So I have four kids and 
even with my second and third and fourth, I thought I would enjoy having a baby strap next to me, but I actually didn't. I wanted some of that space because I'm highly sensitive. I get touched out easily and already holding the baby throughout the day and nursing them. I needed that space. And so I remember, I remember many of those moments where I put the baby down and you go downstairs or you um, go to get stuff done and the baby's crying again. And you're like, I just want to go to the bathroom in peace. I just want to eat. I just need a moment to myself and I get it I so get it we've all been there you're not the only one that has experienced it and that you're struggling with that and there's something that you can do about your thoughts in that moment to help them support you instead of contribute to feeling frustrated and angry If you listened to last week's episode, I shared with you a new course that I'm going through called Mommy Mindset by Tessa Romero. She is the coach that I was in her coaching program in the summertime, and she recently released a Mommy Mindset course that has been so, so, so valuable and helpful for me. I've known some of these things, but it's just having a new perspective and the way that she teaches. I just love it, love it, love it. And so some of the things I'm going to share with you today. So this is the things I learned from her course. And if you feel like this is what you need right now and your biggest frustration and overwhelm and your biggest reactions come from your negative mindset specifically, then I would highly encourage you to get in that course. It is so much more worth so much more than what she's charging for it. It is that good. And if you actually go through it, it is absolutely transformational to the way that you show up as a mom when it comes to your mentality and your mindset and your perspective. So if you feel like you're always negative and you're always grumpy because of just feeling negative and having negative thoughts specifically, this corset is exactly for you. So one of the things that Tessa teaches is that circumstances are neutral, period. Circumstances are neutral. What we think about them is what contributes to us feeling empowered, happy, or feel frustrated, overwhelmed, or angry. So let's see how that plays out in a circumstance that the baby is crying after you put the baby down for a nap or in the middle of the night, the baby woke up again and the baby's crying when you want them to sleep. So one of the things you need to know is that as humans, 80% of our thoughts are negative. That's just the way that we're wired. It's to protect us, to keep us safe and 80% of our thoughts are negative. And those are thoughts that just come in without you being intentional. Like it just comes in in your brain. And unless you're aware of it, you just don't even pay much attention to them. And the problem with thoughts is that they contribute to the way that you feel. And that contributes to the way the actions that you take. And 90% of our thoughts are repetitive. So if we want to have more positive thoughts to feel more empowered, in circumstances, we really have to be intentional with our thoughts. And that is what Tessa's course teaches. You actually start paying attention to your thoughts. You actually write down, what do I think about the circumstance? What is my natural automatic thought? And how is that contributing to the way that I feel? And how can I rewire and create a new thought that is life-giving and supportive and helps me feel empowered in that circumstance? So let's see how it plays out in the scenario when you have a baby that's crying. 
So if you, this is for you, if you think it's best for you to pick up your baby and comfort her, then this thought process is going to be helpful for you in the scenario that your baby is crying when you put the baby down. I'm not referring right now to sleep training, and I'll touch on that just a little bit later if that's what you're choosing to do, but this is just You know, if you are one of those people that when your baby cries, you pick them up, you comfort them, you rock them, you put put them down, and then you walk away and the baby cries again, and over after a few times, you start feeling frustrated and resentful and bitter, and it's really leading to the way that you feel towards that baby, and it's not pleasant feelings. So an unintentional thought in a circumstance like that would be an an automatic negative thought. Oh my gosh, she's crying again. I can never get anything done. Now I have to pick her up and rock her and I only have half half an hour before my husband comes home and I won't get anything done and dinner's going to be late and all these negative thoughts that contribute to you feeling overwhelmed, feeling disempowered, feeling frustrated, feeling angry, and it's just not serving you in this circumstance. And an intentional empowering that could be, and this is stuff that I learned from Tessa's course, and again, if this is you and you relate to this, oh my gosh, click the link below and get her course. As I'm posting this, she's still doing the live round where you can join the live trainings where she walks you through it. And you can ask her questions. I would highly, highly, highly recommend it. Like, if you want to invest in yourself this Christmas, this is the course for you. It, I even I reached out to her and I said, hey, can I promote your course? Because I think it's that good. I don't want to just steal her content because I think it's it's just not fair to her. But her content is so good and so helpful for moms that I just want to share with you about it. And so this is stuff that I learned from her course that is going to be helpful for you if you are in this circumstance. And you can choose an intentional thought. And in the coursework, you actually write it out, what you're going to choose to think. Because if you don't pick a thought that you're going to think, you're just going to automatically think your negative thoughts. And when you're having negative thoughts, you're feeling dysregulated in that moment. And it turns off your thinking brain. And it's really hard to think of a new thought on the spot unless you already ahead of time figured out what thought you're going to have and like practiced it and wrote it down. And so for example, your baby is crying after you put her down and you walked away and the baby's crying again. An intentional thought would be, write this down, write it down. (laughs) This isn't to upset me. Just that in its own helps you deescalate emotionally. This isn't to upset me. She wants to be settled and comfortable too. Just like you want to stay comfortable and be settled, your baby wants to be settled and comfortable too. She is doing the best she can right now. She is. Your little one is doing the best she can. Realistically, she doesn't have another way to communicate her needs and her desires. And she probably wants to sleep, but she's so used to having you next to her and she feels comforted by you. She's literally doing the best she can in that moment. She needs me, and this is my chance to be loving, nurturing, connective, gentle mommy for my baby. 
or whatever terms you want to put in there, characteristics, the kind of mom that you want to be for your kiddo. And that is something that you actually learn in one of the first lessons that uh, Tessa teaches. It is um, picking the characteristics of the kind of mommy, not mom, mommy that you want to be for your baby or for your kids. And if you want to be loving, nurturing, kind, connective, compassionate, whatever it is for your kiddo. And how would that mom respond in these circumstances? If that is who you are choosing to be, if that is who God is calling you to be for your kiddos, how would that mommy respond in that circumstance? And then the other thought would be, I am choosing to comfort her because this matters to me or because she matters to me. I am choosing to comfort her. When you tell your mind, I have to do this, and you are you're framing it from a perspective like, I don't have a choice. I have to do this. Right away, there's resistance in your mind. Nobody likes to have to do something. It's our human nature to want to fight that and resist that and feel resistance and bitterness and just not wanting to do that. But when you choose that perspective that I am choosing to comfort my baby, because realistically, you could choose not to. It's up to you. You might not like the feeling of what it feels like for not, you know, comforting your baby. You're literally choosing that. It's a choice. It's a decision that you are making. So I'm choosing to comfort my baby because this matters to me. Because if you're choosing to be in a connective mom, this is creating a connection with you and your baby. And it's creating that closeness. So you're choosing to do that. So if that is you, you're choosing to comfort your baby because this matters to you. Do you see how you will feel so much more different in that circumstance, in that situation, if you just shift your perspective to these new and empowering thoughts? It completely shifts from you from feeling bitter, resentful, frustrated, feeling angry, like my baby's doing this to me. She's making this hard on purpose. She won't let me do X, Y, Z. Now my day is going to be X, Y, Z. Like from that to feeling empowered and calm and grounded and peaceful and actually proud of the way that you show up, the circumstance is the same. It's just that thoughts that you think in that circumstance really contribute to the way that you are responding and reacting. And right now we're not talking about you feeling um, like you have unmet needs or anything right now. It's like sometimes you do have met needs. Your needs are met and your baby's doing that. And it's so much easier for you to feel empowered and do this mindset work when you are not running and empty. When you're completely run dry and running and empty, this kind of work will feel a lot harder. And that's why my program is for the mama that is completely. Because I have done sleep training with three of my older kids and it might be for you. I'm not saying this is for everyone, but if you're choosing to sleep train, you need to understand that the only way for the baby to communicate is through crying. The baby literally does not have another way to communicate. So it is normal for them to cry, okay? And so if you are doing sleep training and you have thoughts, which I did when I was doing that, I'm the worst mom. I can't believe I'm letting my baby cry and they're going to just hate me. We're going to ruin our relationship. Oh, I feel like such a terrible mom. I need to go pick up and hold my baby. And 
you have these negative thoughts, but you know that you need to sleep train your baby because on the other end, both of you are going to be feeling better. So thoughts like I'm helping my baby learn how to soothe herself and fall asleep on her own, like reframing it from I'm a terrible mom. I am an amazing mom and this will be helpful for the both of us. We can get through this. So having an empowering thought that you can grab onto when you feel those negative thoughts that are leading you to feeling like you are a terrible mom in in that moment. Run dry, running and empty, reacting. She can't even even think about mindset work because things are that hard. Then you need to connect with me and book a clarity call with me and we can chat about how my coaching program, my step-by-step program will be helpful for you. But if you are just noticing that your negative thoughts are contributing to your feelings and that is your biggest problem, then Tessa's course is exactly for you. And so this is going to help you shift your perspective and help you feel empowered instead of helpless in the circumstance. So Here's um, a quick note for you that are, let's say you are in the process of sleep training your baby. If you are sleep training your baby, you probably are struggling with the thoughts that I did when I was sleep training my three boys. I'm not saying this is the best method, but at that time I did not know another way and I did the cry it out method with my kids and with my three boys. With my youngest, I did not do that, Uh, but just because... Thankfully, she was just a good sleeper and I didn't need to do that, thankfully. And there are different sleep training methods right now. But one of the things you need to understand with the little ones is that their way of communication is crying. And that's literally the only way that they can communicate. And if you're still choosing to sleep train your baby for the sake of your family so everybody can get better sleep, so everyone can function better because sleep is important and it's valuable, then you need to work on your thoughts because in the moment when your baby's going to wake up and if you're choosing to let the baby cry a little bit on their own and soothe themselves, you're going to have really hard thoughts in that moment because you're going to feel like you're a terrible mom for not picking up your baby and soothing your baby. And I've had that. I've totally had that. And so if you tell yourself instead and pick new thoughts that are life-giving and supportive. I'm helping my baby learn how to soothe herself and fall asleep on her own. I am an amazing mom and this will be helpful for the both of us. We can get through this and reminding yourself that you'll get through this and you are an amazing mom and it is okay for your baby to cry a little bit. Everything is going to be okay. And so these are just, I'm not choosing, I'm not telling you (laughs) do the cry it out method. I'm not saying you have to do sleep training. I personally think sleep training is not bad. I think it's actually a good thing because then the baby sleeps better and the mama sleeps better and everybody gets better sleep in the home and everybody functions better and everybody's more emotionally regulated. And if you're choosing to pick up your baby, but you feel resentful towards your baby, then some of those thoughts, life-giving thoughts that I shared with you earlier will be really helpful. The point is of this podcast episode is that your thoughts matter. What you think matter, it contributes to how you feel and the actions that you take in that moment. So my assignment for you is to write down the thoughts that you normally think when your baby's crying. Write down the thoughts that you're going to choose to think instead. Because if you don't do it ahead of time, in the heat of the moment, it's really hard to create a new thought that is life-giving. 
I learned this, my friend, from Tessa. I learned a lot of this mindset work from Tessa. She is my current mom coach right now that I am in her coaching program, Mindset, Mommy Mindset, and I highly, highly recommend it because it's so good specifically for your negative thoughts that lead you to feeling agitated and frustrated with your kids. If you're interested in Tessa's Mommy Mindset course, it will be linked in the show notes, and I promise you it's worth every penny. It's been so transformational and helpful for me. Also, if you have found this episode helpful, would you please text it to three friends today? Three friends. Just text this episode and say, hey, I found this podcast. I thought of you when I listened to this episode, and I think it will be super helpful for you. My friend, my goal is to hit 100K downloads on my podcast by February, which is my three-year anniversary of my podcast. And I would greatly appreciate if you support me on this journey and share this podcast with a friend. Anyways, my friend, thank you so much for being here in the show notes. I will also link a few episodes that are similar to the one that I talked about today, how to calm down when you have a crying baby. So how to calm yourself when you're feeling so frustrated, like calming your nervous system, not just mindset, but actually calming your nervous system. And then I will also link an episode that I did with my sister-in-law and we talked about mom rage with a crying baby and what contributes to that and how to shift that perspective. And it's like a full conversation with my sister-in-law who had a colic baby and how challenging it was. And I want you to know that you're not alone. If you're struggling and you have hard, um, unpleasant feelings towards your baby, you're not alone, my friend. And there's hope for you and there's support available for you. And guess what? you can also ask me a question. If you have questions, you can submit questions either in a written form or send me a voice message. If you scroll down the show notes, you can send, you can click on, uh, leave me a voice message and send me a voice message with a question or something that you want to say, or you can write a question down in a Google form doc that is also linked in the show notes. And thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy that you are joining me again. And I'll be praying over you, my friend. And until next time. Hi, friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.